Welcome to Kicking It with Kevin. Kicking It with Kevin. A podcast for parents by Kevin Noviello. This podcast is all about the pains and struggles of parenting. Get tips and tools to help you build your child's confidence, self-esteem, and social skills. Through this podcast, Kevin aims to give one child, one parent, one family, the confidence and social skills to communicate with anyone. Ready to get started? Here's your host, Kevin Noviello. Hey everyone, welcome to Kicking It With Kevin, a podcast for parents. I'm your host, Kevin Noviello. We have a super awesome episode today. It's actually a really big topic for parents. I'm really excited about doing this podcast. Now everyone, I'm going to have two awesome bonus tips for you that's going to help you to make your child be a first time listener. So make sure you listen to the last two big bonus tips that I have. But first, let's listen to our sponsor. Need a guide on conquering your child's social anxiety? Get Kevin's book, First Day Best Friends, available at gsakenpo.com. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Kicking It With Kevin, a podcast for parents. I'm your host, Kevin Noviello. And again, like I said in the previous, before we went to break, it's a really big topic for parents. What this topic is about is creating a first-time listener. Now, parents, let's, let's be honest, right? We are always repeating ourselves like go to bed, eat your dinner, do your homework, brush your teeth. I mean, it's endless things. Pick up your clothes and your laundry. I mean, how many times moms or dads have you said that to your kids, right? And it's just, you know, listening to the first time when we ask them to do something, it gets daunting and it gets frustrating, right? And nine times out of 10, it's the kid and the parent that gets frustrated and all of a sudden, you know, they... They have you have this conflict, you have this stress, you have this agony, you know, one's losing their temper, the other one's having an emotional breakdown and so forth. But with this podcast I want to talk to you about is we must consider the ages in their listening abilities, right? If you have a three-year-old, they can't be listening or as much as a six-year-old, right? They don't have the same listening skills. It goes for a six to nine or nine to 12 or 12 to 18 or even 21 years old, right? I mean, they all have their great attributes of their age group, but they also have their challenges too. So we have to make sure that we keep this open-minded about creating a first-time listener. We're going to have to have patience, right? Now, we have to, first of all, when we're creating a first-time listener, we have to avoid trying to be too aggressive, or begging or bribing them to listen. Yes, I know we all try to, you know, we'll give you a treat or you'll earn something here or there. But if you're always doing that all the time, right, it's not going to be always effective as much as you think, right? You know, your kid will, will know that when you're not taking the action or taking it seriously and knowing that oh, I'll just wait out until I get my what I want and then they end up doing what you ask for them. And that's where it's not a beneficial thing for them. And you'll never have a success creating a first time listener that way. Your child will, will at times will ignore you, right? It purposely do that and just not listen to you. And, and what they're going to try to do is try to test their powers. How much can they test with you? to let them get away with it, right? So you have to make sure you follow on your praises, but also on your consequences too. You know, you have to make sure you take action on it. You know, consequences happen, should happen swiftly and consistently. Don't always, you know, give in and don't, don't even give them a count of three. You know, I, I look at it this way, right? When I want my kids to listen, like what's a big thing for us is 
put your dishes in the dishwasher, right? I love my daughter. I don't know what it is, but every single time she doesn't check the dishwasher. She just says, oh, I'm going to put it in the sink. Now, here's the thing. I also tell my wife, you can't be doing the dishes for them and putting it away for her. Well, my wife, loving her children, it must be a mom thing. I'm sure dads do it too. They put the dishes in the dishwasher. Me, I'm making sure I tell my daughter, come grab your dishes out of the sink and put them in the dishwasher. That's what we have them for. Or I leave them in there and then it starts to smell. Then my wife gets upset and then hopefully my daughter then realizes to put it away, right? But then the second phase of that is, I don't know about you parents, but you know what I can't stand is when you open up the dishwasher and it smells like ass. I'm just going to say it. It smells disgusting. It smells like something died in there, right? Something rotten. Again, making sure that they rinse out their, their plates and so forth. And you have to reiterate it. Well, here's the consequences. Well, you want to have that bowl of ice cream? Or you want to have that milk, the cereal milk and so forth. You want to have these little treat. You're not going to get it if you're going to keep, A, putting your, your bowl in the, in the sink and not in the dishwasher. And B, not rinsing it out. Because no one wants to smell that. So next time, what I did was, okay, you're going to end up filling up the dishwasher. Nice, great smell that my daughter loved to see and, and, and smell. But you know what? It was reality for her in, is it going to be perfect? No, but am I trying to create a first-time listener? Yes. So we have to make sure that we're, we're always doing that. And always stick to your guns. Don't give them a count of three as they get older. I mean, listen, that count of three doesn't work past probably, I don't know, seven years old. After that, they know that you're playing the game. So what's the purpose of it? What's, what's the sense of doing it if they're, they're going to do that, right? But also, too, when you're trying to create a first-time listener parents, don't be on your phone. Don't be watching TV. If you're doing something, don't start to bark out the order or get the response of them listening. You have to stop, get eye contact, make sure you're communicating with them, get rid of any distractions, but don't give out a laundry list too of of an explanation of what you need done, right? Because they're not going to work that way. Give one instruction at a time. I know we get caught up. It's like like the dishwasher scenario, right? Put the dishes in there. Clean the dishes. Well, I didn't give her all those those responsibilities all at once. You have to set them up in stages because that's how they're going to learn. And they're going to fail and you're going to do it a thousand times. But that's what it's going to come across, right? You know, we have to make sure that too, when we're, if you're trying to give out a, a one-time instruction, yelling across the room or even over a freeway, it's not going to work. You got to make eye contact. And you know what too, parents, make them repeat it back to you. Make sure they acknowledge by making sure that they repeat it back to you, but also make sure when they repeat it back to you, you acknowledge them by listening. Don't go back to your phone. Don't go back to the TV. Don't look away from them. Make sure you have that eye contact. When it's not done, when you've asked of them, sometimes it's really good to have natural consequences are a good thing. Well, what I mean by that? Well, an example you know, putting flip-flops out on in the snow or not being prepared for a uniform, having a uniform for one of their sports game, right? Letting them know that a natural situation like that, consequences happens. Well, what happens with the flip-flops? Well, they get soaking wet. You can't stay out too long. And then all of a sudden, you know, you're not outside with your friends playing in the snow. The other consequences, if you don't have a uniform ready to go, well, you can't play in the game if you don't have the uniform. 
So with understanding of that, so sometimes with the natural consequences, it just kind of happen. And that's a good learning lesson for them too. But the thing is though, parents, when it does happen that way, you know, you, you can't have the world fall apart for them either, but you also can't try to do everything for them. So it's not going to always work. You know, when a natural situation happens, you try to do your best, but sometimes that's accountability and responsibility that goes along with it. And then hopefully for the next time, when you told them a million times to get your uniform ready or don't go outside in the snow with your flip flops on, they'll start to realize that and they'll, and they'll understand, right? Because, you know, God forbid, they don't want to have frostbite on their toes and they don't want to be sitting on the bench not being able to part of the game especially if it's a championship game that outcome wouldn't be as great if they were at least be able to play in it cultivate a habit they learn by watching us by you it's natural you know for them to do that it's normal all kids do it believe it or not you know it's amazing that some parents say my kid doesn't listen to me my kid doesn't do what i say yeah of the moment a lot of times sure but how many times are you really asking them to listen? I mean, they're yours 24-7 until they move out of the house. I mean, even if it's just for 18 years, that's a long time. And eventually, yeah, they're going to tune us out. It happens, right? But then if miraculously, they come back as they get older and they want to listen back to us again, especially if you had a great bond with them when they were young, right? And here's a big thing too, right? If you're not creating this culture habit of listening right? If you're not listening to them or if you're not listening to your spouse, and I know this is a hard part for parents that are split families, but if you and your ex-spouse, ex, whichever it may be, not working together and not listening to each other, it's going to feed into the child and the child's going to play that game in between both of you. And that's where you want to make sure, you know, that doesn't happen because then it will become a disaster, you won't get anything done and it will be this high and low for this your kids' emotions. I mean, it's amazing that I see both ends of the spectrum at my karate school. I see parents that work, ex, parents that are split up, divorced, whatever, work phenomenal with each other. But then I see the other ones that are always pointing the finger at the other one, always trying to outdo the other one. And it's just, they don't get it at the end of the day. It's it's not about them. It's about their kids. And the, and the kids are the ones that end up getting hurt, right? Now, Getting on this and making sure you're listening to your spouse or to you, even working well with your ex, how good of a listener are you? When your child asks you a question, do you blow it off? Do you shove your face back in front of your phone? Do you embed it into the TV? You know, your eyes are glued to the TV or, or whatnot. What are you doing when they're asking you a question? Because you want to make sure that when they ask that question, you got to make eye contact. You got to listen to them. Yes, even though... They must call your name 20 million thousand times. You still have to, right? And I get that because sometimes it's like, dad, 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 mom, 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 mom. I mean, come on, let's be honest. After a while, it does drive you crazy. But it's a good crazy because before you know it, you know, when they graduate high school, you don't hear that as much anymore, right? And then as a grandparent, you're looking to get, you know, hi, Grammy, hi, Grampy, or hi, Grandma, hi, Grandma, you know, all of these great things that go along. So you want to make sure that, you know, appreciate that for now and, and see how, where it goes from there. I want to talk about a few little tips here, right? Little couple like things that I talk about with myself and I try to help other parents. And again, when I do this podcast, I'm just speaking from my heart, my mind, my soul, my experience. I don't have all the answers, but if you're just looking for someone else to give you an opinion or give you some insight, 
Listen, I've screwed up many times as a parent. I'm not perfect by all. Okay. But what I try to do is, is I try to make it better for the next time. So I, I talk about the zombie zone, meaning that if you got your kid distracted or they're doing something and you don't have a good focus in on them and you don't have them focused on you with good eye contact and all of a sudden they say, yep, yeah, yep, sure. Yep. Got your mom. Yeah. Yeah. No problem, dad. Yep. I, I'm with you. And then all of a sudden they're like deer in the headlights and then they say, what did you just say? You got to make sure that my second one would be stay calm with that scenario. Screaming and yelling at each other. And listen, I know it's not easy. I know I'm at fault at this too as well. But at the end of the day, does it really help anyone? Because all of a sudden you get frustrated. Your child gets emotional. Anxiety kicks in. And then all of a sudden, even though, you know, you've told them a thousand times nagging at them, is going to create a resentment and the result of your child won't be able to process it through their mind, especially if they're younger age, because you're getting so frustrated because you're screaming and yelling. It's not going to help out anyone. Okay. And I'm just trying to tell you, you might be able to stay calm and that's fine. Right. And that's great. Now, the other stage with this is ask the question, right? And what I mean by that is, what did I ask you to do? Didn't I just ask you what to do? What if someone that's a big role model in their life, like a lot of times as we talk to our parents about our instructors, so my team, right? The team that I have is is fantastic. And what it is, is that we tell them to associate that. Well, Well, Instructor Quinn, would Instructor Quinn approve of you being like this? Or do you think Instructor Quinn would do something like this? Or would he be able to listen the first time? You know, again, parents, they're not perfect. We're not perfect. We're just trying to do the best damn job we can as a parent. And regardless of what the society says or other people say, you know what? At the end of the day, you're the one that's with them 24-7. You're the one that's trying to make it as best you can and create and develop the best first-time listener ever in the world. And truly, it will happen, right? And another one I want to talk about is use short phrase commands, You know, don't go on this two minute speech about what you want for them to listen because it's not going to work out. It's going to get them so frustrated and they're not going to be able to calculate or or even absorb it, especially if they have a young mind or process it the way you want them to do. And then there's a whole different other level of frustration and they're going to tune you out. They're not going to listen to those commands. Don't try to have a command for every little thing, but pick what's important to you. What do you need to have? happen? What are the first time listening? What are, what are the five first time listening things that you want them to learn at each age group? That's what you want. It's so important because you don't want them to resent it. And, and that, listen, at the end of the day, it's not going to happen overnight. And at the end of the day, you know, you love your children. The children really love you. You're trying to make it happy. You're trying to make it work through this world. I know this world isn't easy, but the mindset has to be that we have to stick with good praises, and stick with our consequences for them. I tell you, that's the most important aspect of of doing this first-time listener, okay? Now, let's talk about this. Let's talk about making sure that we have these first-time listening little tips. Now, like I told you at the beginning of the show, I said I'd had some bonus tips at the end. Is a couple of them, right? So, number one, I always like to say, especially with, with anyone, anyone that's very young, this is for young, parents that have young kids, always say eyes on who? 
eyes on you. Make sure you get two people, yourself and your child, to communicate with each other. The eye contact's got to be there because you don't want to create chaos. So one of one of the bonus tips is eyes on who eyes on you that's so you know and then when you give the instruction to make sure they understand what you want them to listen and understand to be that first time listener get some that eye contact right number two praise them for being a first time listener but do me a favor you don't have to buy freaking gifts all the time drives me nuts that everyone oh i'm gonna buy a gift day one day two day three seven days a week it's crazy it's ludicrous you know, you don't want to do that all the time. You know, what's a great thing, parents, your voice calling their name, right? Saying they did a great job. If you want to give them a hug, give them a kiss, whatever. That's great, right? Another little great thing with that is, you know what's cool? Maybe put a sticky note in their lunchbox. Put it on their gaming console, right? Maybe the, put it on their mirror. Let them know that, hey, I am so proud that you made your bed and you listened to me and, you, you, you know, I didn't have to tell you 25,000 times. I mean, that's a great, great thing is to be able to do that. And, and those are two little bonus tips, right? Number one, eyes on who? Eyes on you. Number two, praise them for doing being a first-time listener. Let them know. What's the goal that you want them to listen is what is important, okay? What is the goal? That's what you want. All right. Thank you so much for listening to my podcast. This is Kicking It With Kevin, a podcast for parents. I'm your host, Kevin Noviello. Please subscribe or share this podcast. And we look forward to seeing you guys on the next one. Make it a great day, guys. Talk to you soon. You've just listened to Kicking It With Kevin. Kicking It With Kevin. Your child's journey towards conquering social anxiety and building self-confidence continues. Don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss the next episode. If you know someone who can benefit from this podcast, share it with them. And let's help each other in raising our children the best way possible. Thank you for listening. Until next time. Until next time. Until next time. Until next time.